Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says yo. The Nintendo Shack is back. Please, please welcome me back into the shack. This is Jason. Donnie is gone. I've taken over for one week. It's great to be back on the Nintendo Shack. A proud member of the PSVG podcast network, of course. But I feel like I'm the old guard just blocking up these new young guns that are just taking over, running with a great show. I love what I've been hearing, you guys. You're doing an awesome job. Of course, I am here with the blandest of explosions, Mr. Garibland. Oh, hey, Jason. How's, How's it going, going, sir? Great, man. Great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing, doing good. good. And good, good. The, the queen of Chrono Trigger, <laughs> Miss Rebecca. Hello, hello. How's it going? Doing good. It's great to finally podcast with you. I know, it's so exciting. I missed it. I missed the uh, the inaugural episode because I had no way to, uh, well, I, was, I had no way to podcast. I was at my in-laws. It was terrible. I mean, it wasn't that bad, <laughs> but I'm glad to be here. And before I get carried away, this is the 125th episode of Nintendo Shack, and I have to thank our great Patreon producers that help power PSVG at patreon.com slash PSVG, Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bonesaw, Burboni, Coach Mo, Chris McLefresh, Devin Tyus, Kyle Hyman, Paul Calicote, Michael Nysik, and the Eggshed himself, Zach Bradshaw. If you guys want to get all the great DLC, get in the Battle Pass, please check out, again, patreon.com slash PSVG. We love your support. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Woo! That is out of the way. We are in Animal Crossing Eve. How are you guys feeling? Is, is the energy there? Are you ready to go to the feeling island? Amazing! It doesn't even feel real, to be honest. I've been waiting so long. I mean, it, it just like it crept right up, and here it is. You know. I feel like time has been going faster the closer we get to it, which is usually the opposite. But I am so ready. I'm so ready to dive into it. I mean, it's <sighs> the delay was like so minuscule. You know, and I'm, I feel like that's the norm we're in right now for every game. And I think it's like, unfortunately, with current events, we're only going to keep continuing to see that um, as we, we uh, progress further. But um, I, I don't know. It's going to be, it, it's, I'm in a weird place right now in life. Yeah. So it's like yeah. between yeah. work and just everything going on. I mean, I'm, I'm glad it's Animal Crossing because it's not like you can kind of digest it. At it's you know your own pace, and I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to. The, it sounds like I'm like there's not a rush. It's not like oh I have to experience X Y and Z before so I can talk with mm-hmm. people about it. You know, there's it's just this organic, long game experience you get to mm-hmm. you play through. So mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. Um, for me, I, I as everyone knows, I'm not the biggest Animal Crossing fan, but man, do I feel the hype mm-hmm. like just swimming around me. I'm suffocating all of this hypeness. <laughs> And I'm giving into it as well. I am tracking my shipments to Animal Crossing, so um, I'm ready to dig into it. Uh, you guys convinced me. Uh, all you crazy fans out there, and the 90% more fans I didn't know that was actually there. Yeah, you, you guys convinced me. I'm in. I'm in the hype train. I honestly feel like it couldn't be coming at a better time. You're right, Jason. The delay did hurt. Um, at the time, I felt, you know, oh my gosh, we have to wait even longer for it. But yeah. all things considered, I feel like it doesn't matter. And this is the best time. I think the world needs this right now, to mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's just like we all need that escape from the real world because, unfortunately, the real world is a a murky place. And I love how I just put my 
um, discorded up over the the stream. <laughs> that's that's professional. Um, you know, the real world is just so there's so much uncertainty and so much that we can't control out there right now. And you mm-hmm. know, we you know you have to be mindful of all that. And it's good to have an escape and a way to forget about all that. And I think this is like that perfect island adventure that we all need right mm-hmm. now. And mm-hmm. you know, we, go ahead, Garrett. We have two types of people that are, you know that are about to escape and go away. It's the people that are going to love Animal Crossing, and the people who are going to love Doom Eternal. Mm, yeah. Either it's going to oh shoot gosh. up some aliens, like going crazy with Isabel, <sighs> yeah. or we're going to just have chill. you loved all of the collaborations that you've seen online I, between I the two it. fandoms? I love That's it so much. Yeah, yeah. It's so great. Um, I, I, God, I wish I could. I, I, it's such a double-edged sword because I really wish I could play Doom, and I, I wanted to have a new PC to do it on, and that, that didn't mm-hmm. happen right now. And like, pardon me, I really wanted to just watch some streams of people just so I can like get in on it. But then I don't want to like, I don't want to lose any of that experience for myself. So I think I'm just gonna yeah. keep the blinders up, and me and Isabel just hang out out instead but you know we're going to touch on we'll go. touch on animal crossing a little bit coming up but first you know we did have a little bit of things taking place in the nintendo sphere this week and uh garrett i believe you added this and i'm always like i try to stay up on top of everything evo mm-hmm. and i've definitely kind of forgot all about it this mm-hmm. year and then i was like oh yeah evo's happening yeah and i love evo like i usually watch as much like with smash ultimate i was on top of Every event. I remember when Genesis was Genesis, Evo, mm-hmm. anything. I was like, oh, I have to watch it. And I've, I watched a lot of Smash streams and I've kind of I've yeah, fallen off too. of that bit. But Evo is always just, there's something about Evo that's always just very exciting, very entertaining. And I didn't even think mm-hmm. about it with what's going on with everything being canceled. How would that happen moving forward? So we have notes here. Evo 2020 will move forward with its plans as it continues to monitor, of course. COVID-19 and I'm I'm actually I, I guess I can't require your call what are the what are the dates for Evo um so it's originally in June isn't it like mid-June That's... or like like it's around E3 area I remember um or or maybe early July I'll skim the, along the yeah I'll that. skim the article here oh yep July <laughs> July 31st to August 2nd so we've got there's yeah. some time there for things to kind of like settle down but I mean between most places having bans on gatherings, yeah. if not venues shut down, I mean, and Evo's an international thing, right? Because yeah. oh, everyone's yeah. coming around yeah. to to be, you know, the very best in in all of these fighting games. Right. I'm not sure how this is going to go. I mean, of course, I I think it's too it's it's out there too much to tell. I don't know. Gamescom is in the same boat as well. Well, they're they're kind of monitoring the situation as as well with their event, but. I, do, I just don't see it um, with these two events moving forward. Yeah, um, travel but, travel could be a bit of an issue with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it seems later than than previous Evos. Uh, I'm not too sure on that. But, yeah, late July, early August this time around. I am a huge Evo fan, especially Super Smash Brothers. Uh, I'm along with you, Jason. Um, sometimes I see the other fighting games, but psh, I don't care. Super Smash Brothers Melee for the win. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to, to see how, how this is going to go. I feel like it, it, some, of, some of the fighting games, it's it all depends on what, what you know. Like, you know, Street Fighter, um, you know, Mortal Kombat, stuff like that. You know, it's, it's you know you can watch and understand what's going on. But, like, I don't yeah. have that, that technical knowledge like I do with Smash. So it's hard to under, appreciate 
besides just from an entertainment value, but it's hard to like actually appreciate mm-hmm. all the nuances that a player can control and compete with, with just the way the tweaks they can do to the game and just in their own, you know, skill level and everything mm-hmm. of that nature. So, um, it's kind of amazing how, I've, how they just, they know 40 moves ahead. They, it, it's just every second count. Oh, not every second, but every millisecond counts yes. in those games. It's insanity. And you got, you got to know that frame data, man, that frame data got to get that. What was it? The, the tube TV, the, the, the box TVs. In order to get yeah, the, the zero latency, CRTs. the CRTs. That's what I meant. Um, <laughs> Those are the types of um, tournaments where you think you're good at a game until you watch <laughs> professionals play yes. it. Oh, yeah. No, I'm <laughs> yes. not good at this game. <laughs> at Absolutely, all. 100%. I'm totally with you. It's brutal, brutal. Yeah, it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see because you're right. July, August, that does sound far off, but who can really tell what's going to be happening at that time? Yeah. I mean, I was supposed to take my son to Monster Jam this weekend. I mean, we can't even do that. No. I mean, no, yeah. mo- no monster trucks for my three-year-old. It's no, devastation. No. You just watch them YouTube videos we, of, oh, of monster trucks. Trust me. We're doing a lot of YouTube watching these days. YouTube, yeah. Netflix, Disney+. Plus, oh, <laughs> you name it. Yeah. Um, before we, you know, Rebecca, I want to touch on this, this story you had. And Nintendo has confirmed Ring Fit Adventure copies are selling out quickly in the u.s i mean that's if i mean remember when we thought labo was going to be this thing and then you know ring fit everyone was like well this is kind of weird is it going to pay is this even going to pay off for nintendo and prior to this they were almost impossible to find so i can only imagine now especially with what you know the virus is doing to supply chains in did either of you pick up ring fit Do, do you have a garrett uh, I do not. I actually just work out at home with a yoga mat, um, so I I don't feel like. Uh, I don't know if you guys can pre- see me in the camera, <laughs> but I don't need any uh, rig fit. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, do you have it, Jason? No. Or either you? Yeah, no, I don't. Like so, my setup here at home, my switch is connected. I play on my PC monitor, and my switch is connected to my. Um, my actual my, my my PC as well, mm-hmm. so all my audio runs through that, and I have to actually yeah. c- connect into my audio jack on the switch to actually get sound, so it doesn't do any HDMI um, into mm-hmm. this monitor. So it's just not an ideal setup because I can't imagine doing Ring Fit with headphones. I feel like that's especially if they're not Bluetooth. That's just a recipe for mm-hmm. breaking something. And yeah. I do have a TV down here that doesn't work. I just kept it up because staging purposes when we were selling the house. So mm-hmm. I just didn't have a, a good way to play it, but. And I have to be—I have to admit, like at first, I'm like, mm, it's kind of gimmicky sounding. But then, like, so many people in my online circles just love it. I mean, people Lucas, say it's good. yeah, Lucas has played it a ton. What Josh? I don't remember if Josh has it. Kevin has it. Um, was uh, doesn't Kyle? I can't remember. A bunch of just in PSVG alone have it. But, I don't know, but it doesn't sound so bad right now. I mean, no, I wouldn't yeah. be going to the gym right now. Yeah, exactly. But you still have to stay healthy, like. <laughs> And I, I hear it's I a workout. Right yeah, it's. A, I heard it's a serious workout. Oh, Carol, yeah. Carol like, has it too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so um, I yeah, think it would be I, a great, uh, a great supplement right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, but they're selling out. Yeah, you gotta get it, Jason. Can't get one. Can't right now, get it I, I can't. So this was reported by Polygon today. Customers in Canada aren't faring any better. Well, blah blah blah. U.S. Canada isn't faring any better either. I remember um, Skinny Matt in our community was looking for a copy and. Um, he was checking, having the other people check 
around for them too. And you know, Best Buy, GameStop, mm-hmm. any of those sites, you know, you can search what, up to like a hundred miles within your zip code. And I checked; he was having other people in the community check for him. It's gone. It's 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 nowhere. So I can just imagine. You know, probably you got to be conservative when you when you launch a title like this. You know, not thinking what you know what kind of numbers you're going to push through anyway, but then just having mm-hmm. it be that popular. Now have this destroying supply chains and limiting imports, exports, and all of that. I mean, it's it's no surprise. I'm surprised though we haven't seen anybody like trying to jack up prices on limited quantities or. And I don't know if I don't know if there's an uh you know is there is there a real black market for Ring Fit? You want to pay like you know two hundred fifty for there. apparently uh, people Fit. are doing that. Yeah, they're Seriously? hoarding and they're they're wow. marking it up. That's what that's what's happening. I mean, it's the same thing with the NES Classic. It's just a simple supply and demand you know type of deal going on. People are like, all right, we're scalpers, and this is our job to grab these limited supplies and sell them for like an up market price. And so, yeah, that's what people are doing. I mean, if we Natural. can do it with toilet paper and Good Lord. Uh, what the uh, hand sanitizer, I mean, and paper towels. Yeah, I mean, we're good. I have to I have to touch on uh, Zelda Gift World's comment from the chat. I think Labo was just Nintendo's way of saying, hey, let's see if we can sell them cardboard. And, and it worked. And they're right. We can stamp our logo on it and these kids will it buy worked. everything. <laughs> and then we can send out, sell a limited edition with like some Zelda logos on it. And then they'll buy that, too. If it had Zelda logos on it, you would probably be getting me to buy it, to be honest. This is the uh, Link edition of Nintendo Labo. Rebecca, you I think a lot of people would buy it, actually. I mean, it worked, for the, it worked for the 3DS. I mean, yeah. for sure. <laughs> and our biggest article, uh, well, not article, our biggest news event of this week, everyone. We finally got a little taste of what we wanted, a Nintendo Direct, sort of. It was time for yet another Indies Showcase, and I have to say, I have mixed... I don't know how you guys came away from this, mm-hmm. but I had kind of mixed mixed feelings okay. on this. I mean, mm-hmm. I know before we get into just like the games that were shown, I feel like the whole presentation itself felt a little bit clamored together and kind of just pushed out there, almost like it wasn't quite ready yet and like nintendo mm-hmm. was like you know everyone's really clamoring for something we've got this virus ravaging everywhere let's give people something let's give them something let's throw them a bone and we'll give them this this video and I... did did the previous indie directs have so many developer like blurbs not that I, I, rec- I don't remember. I thought that there were so many of those, like actually seeing the faces yeah. of the developers, which I think was kind of nice. Yeah. But I, I'm more interested in seeing the gameplay. Right. Mm-hmm. Or the there trailers. was a lot of like guarantee, like, oh, you're going to be in this Nindies Direct. And then there were some games I'm like, I don't know if you plan to put this game in there or this game in there. Yeah, I, I, I kind of see it from, from your side, Jason, that it, it seemed a little unprepared. Um, but nonetheless, I, I like some of the games that yeah. are in there. I mean, it just like, yeah, like exactly what you touched on, Rebecca. They had all these these developer showcases, and we usually saw that, you know, for a couple highlighted games, maybe. But it was more of that we didn't have, and I know they've done it, they've done it both ways, where we've just had voiceovers from their hosts, but we've also had physical Nintendo pre-roll video with their their shticks <laughs> that they do. Um, and I'm sure maybe something, you know, they might be limited on their production side of things as well because of what's happened. But um, it just felt it felt a little off to me compared to what we've seen in the past. But 
we had what twenty what we twenty two games were featured. So yeah. a ton of stuff. Uh, a lot of we saw uh, timed exclusivity. Again, I yeah. thought that, that part stuck out to me. It felt like after every single game, they said timed console exclusive, which is nice to see. It's always good to see Nintendo kind of grab, get some of that, especially, you know, as we approach the path towards next gen. Um, you know, they got to continue to find ways to stand out and mm-hmm. separate. And I mean, yeah, an indie game isn't going to appeal to everyone, but it's enough, mm-hmm. especially, you know, like look at what the messenger that was out first on, was it PC? I think PC and switch at the same time, but that's still like, that was a standout indie game at the, at its launch and continue to get some way to kind of turn heads or bring attention to your, to your platform. Not that anyone's going to, you know, if they don't already have a switch or I don't think they're going to pick it up for an, an indie exclusive, but you got to do something to help diversify and set yourself apart from the competition. Yeah, I'm wondering what kind of deal that they had with Nintendo. It's just maybe just a chunk of change for a certain amount, a lot of time for them to be exclusive. And then I I feel like it's only two options, right? Be exclusive or be timed exclusive with that kind mm-hmm. of deal or maybe a marketing deal. I, I'm not sure. And I, you know, for sure for an indie developer, they do not want to be exclusive, to any kind of console unless they're getting a really good deal. And so, yeah, this seems like the natural way of going about it with a lot of these indie games is being timed yeah. exclusives. Like, all right, you give me a chunk of change and for a certain amount, a lot of time and to get some of the kind of publicity going into the switch and then branch out from there. Um, and I think Nintendo knows the, the audience that are going to be into these indie games are us they're gamers they're they're more into the the gamer hardcore gamer life and so when we talk about these games on switch to our other non-switch players um they might get it on their ps4 or their xbox one or pc so that might be the strategy as well coming with these timed exclusives yeah i mean and they've got a good track record of indies performing well sales wise on the switch Mm -hmm. compared to other platforms and yeah. I mean, often is that is it a lack of options, or I mean, it's it's not because of eShop discoverability. I mean, we know that much. I mean, the no. cura- the curation on that is something. A I'm, mobile I'm store. <laughs> Gosh, it's getting crazy. I mean, there's like like thing I still don't get about Nintendo is how segmented the different regions are. Like I saw today that you know now that the Nintendo of Europe has added functionality to their website where you can add, they have a whole eShop portion of their website, and you can actually control your wish list. From the website, not a mind blowing feature, but mm-hmm. it'd be you know how many more games I'd probably have on my Nintendo wish list if I could just do it from the website instead of having to actually physically use the Switch every time. I don't go in and browse on the eShop anymore. There's just too much junk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you got to use almost a third party like to to do that. Like, I mean, I've already I've talked about it before. Deco deals. I mean, that seems to be. Mm-hmm my preferred way because again i get a notification when a game's on sale mm-hmm. they give you all the price history it's it's just so much nicer than trying to i mean there's just so much stuff unless you you unless you usually specifically know what you want to search for on the shop you're just you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna be able to go through it and you know too, I, too, too many times i've been into that great deals um shop i'm like oh man i wonder what good good deals that they have and there's like at least 
like i don't know good three pages of loading before i'm like oh wait that's a good game way down there in the deal section why is it way down there so See, it's yeah. poorly designed because if a if an indie developer puts their game on for like one cent or something it's gonna get a lot of sales sure. but that doesn't yeah. mean it's a good game right and that's unfortunately what they have to do to try to even get their their game noticed mm -hmm. in there you know, I, I don't want to know if I want to spend too, a lot of time going through each and every announcement, but why don't, you know, if you guys want to give me, give me like your top three that kind of stood out to each of you from this list. And I like, I know like going into this, I, I'm fairly certain the only game I had even seen announced prior was what probably last campfire. And I think Baldo, I otherwise, I don't think I was aware of any. Exit the country. I, I had no idea that was coming. Oh, okay. No, no I didn't had, either. Had no idea. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know if I have a top three. I don't know if I'm honestly what games I would be getting here. Um, I don't think there was a single thing that stood out to me as, yes, I really want to know more about this. I really want to get this game. I think for this one, I'm going to be waiting to see what other people say mm -hmm. um, about the games before I decide. Um, just scrolling through, though, the ones that, like, I did notice, I guess, a little bit more than the others, I thought that, um, well, I saw a lot of people talking about Baldo after the fact, which makes me want to look into it more. I thought the art style was really interesting, um, mm -hmm. even though I didn't really understand, like, too much of, like, what the gameplay was supposed to be about. It's I like, think that's the only thing about that game yeah. is the art style. It's kind of yeah. like Oceanhorn Zelda with hand-drawn and animated okay. look is what kind of... Yeah. Here's okay. what I was, Rebecca, here's what I was hoping we were going to get. I was hoping we were going to finally get, hey, Red Lantern, it's coming. Release dates, yeah. <laughs> stuff that we, well, that's the thing. I feel like there are so many games from past indie directs that still haven't come out yet. Yes. That makes me wonder, are these games coming out? Which makes me less interested in the next indie direct because I don't know when I'm going to be playing these games. It could be a year or two years since I could be playing these. Mm -hmm. um, if the Red Lantern was in the Indie Direct, not the previous one, but two Indie Directs ago. Yeah. So what does that mean about these games that we're seeing right now? Yeah, and we saw trends like that with, um, not with the tourists, but I remember um, it feels like Donnie, Kevin, and I were waiting forever for, um, oh gosh, the little pixely city management, oh gosh, where you have the Shakedown, Shakedown Hawaii. We were waiting forever for that game, and it was like it was showed in like the first Indies Direct after the Switch launch, and it didn't come out for like a year after that. And it just kept getting delayed, and it, uh, that's a little disappointing when you, they 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 don't give you any any news on anything more like that. The and, other there was one other game that um, that did catch my interest a little bit, the Quantum League. The um, it was like the mm, the shooter yeah. with like the little quirk where they clone themselves. But again, I don't know if I would get that because I feel like that's one of the kind of games where if there's not enough people playing it to populate the servers, you're right. not going to have and, a good time. And was time that like strict was that multiplayer? I wasn't sure if that was actually multiplayer based or if it was only like I thought it was, maybe I'm wrong. You would oh, wait, 1v1 one, one and 2v2 matches with their past... Time paradox. Past selves. So, like, you, you shoot and then, like, you die and then it's kind of a clone of yourself so that you, you're shooting. You have to figure out who's the right person to shoot. Yeah. It's, like, a cool idea how you'll be able to set up plays each round by, like, you know, there's going to be people that will be able to play mind games and perfectly set the, their their clone up to be in a certain position to force that player into a specific move to get an easy kill in the next round. You know there's going to be people that are going to be able to dissect and 
game plan around that, but that just doesn't sound. It sounds I just like think it's going to suffer suffer the same fate as if you remember Morphe's Law, which it had an oh, interesting gosh. idea for a shooter, yes. but then yes, but then there were all the you know all the problems with it. There weren't enough people. People couldn't find matches because not enough people had the game. Roman, Nobody Roman and Chad did confirm time. that it is multiplayer. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, yeah, Murphy. Oh, gosh, Murphy's Law. Like, I remember I was like, oh, Day of the Dead. I can get behind that art style. Looks great. And then just it was buggy. And then the player base just went. And mm-hmm. then, then the, the game's dead because there's nothing there's nothing left. I know it would be a huge risk for the developer, especially an indie developer. But I remember one of the reasons why um, why Rocket League got popular, which was also an indie game. Um, was because they put it free on PS Plus for the first month, and it populated. It, you know, people were able to try it. You know, without having to risk, you know, the money for it, and then it ended up becoming really popular. I know not everybody can do that. It's a huge risk if it doesn't become popular, but I don't know. Yeah, with that model, you know, with with Rocket League, that that was very smart of them to to put out on PS Plus first and show that this game was really good. Mm-hmm. And, um, Quantum League, I don't know. Like they may have to go the same route if they put a price tag on there. Like, um, if if you put too much of a price tag, it's like you're only limiting your player and base. Right. Yeah. People aren't gonna try it. Yeah. That uh I Am Dead game looked rather interesting. That was like the really colorful like oh gosh, afterlife with the the animals and the weird mishmash oh, yeah. and stuff. I was yeah. like it's like, hmm, kinda gives me some of the same vibes that you get from um like Night in the Woods. A little bit mm-hmm. and so that might be interesting but you know some of the stuff was just kind of like the the cyanide and happiness like i'm f- kind of a fan of the comic i enjoyed that uh card game they have but i don't know how much i want to play an rpg yeah. of that and um good life no <laughs> last <laughs> campfire i think that looks really interesting i'm you know no man's sky developer hello games is behind mm-hmm. that looks like really charming with the art style the, the environment the music it you know looks very um, it has a really kind of encapsulates uh, mood and like emotion with with the, yeah. what we saw in that trailer. It, it looks very journey like, like yes, that's a mini yes. journey person, literally. So, Eldest yeah. Souls kind of could scratch that uh, that itch mm-hmm. for me, of, you know, bashing my head against the wall doing yeah. hard games. But I mean, beyond that, I mean. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I well, like- I want to shout out Summer and Mara because I know Caro's kind of low-key excited for that as well because she kickstarted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember seeing the Kickstarter for that one. It looks super cool, actually. The the third-person puzzly action, but it's also farming as well. Um, it looks like it could be potentially a good indie game to, yeah. to keep your eyes on. I think anyone enjoys – what is the – what's the other town um, game? Their Story of Seasons. Story season, but there was another one, that, another indie that was launched um, everywhere, and it launched on it's on Switch too, and I can't remember. Not Stardew. I can't remember. It's another third. It's another you know third oh, person three D game, and I can't I can't think of the name now for whatever reason. But I feel like that was that did really well on Switch, and I feel like this <laughs> this looks like in terms of its design and the gameplay we saw. I think for people that are fans of those genres, I mean, yeah. it's going to connect really well. I do want to uh, draw attention also to um, one of the later games they announced uh well we've seen this before and i i i love overcooked and overcooked too and so moving out looks moving right out. up my I was alley they look just like uh oh they lost garrett Uh-oh. oh he's back there welcome he is. 
And it, it just, it look, you know, it's Team 17. It looks great with that crazy co-op, com, you know, wacky action. But for me, it, it, games like that, you're, you're stuck with who you're playing with. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. Internet didn't like <laughs> you. I was just talking about moving okay. out a little bit. Oh, moving how, out, yeah. Like, so much, like, I love the, the game and the premise, but you're... You're for it's, you're you're dialed in by who you play with. Like, I love Overcooked, but I only really could play with my bud Lucas, and can't get that four player adventure. Like Donnie, Carol, Lucas, and I all synced up like two times and played together, mm-hmm. but that's been it. And it's just it's so hard to get that many schedules aligned to pull things off. And and I you know single player not single player excuse me couch co op with that many that never happens. But it does it, mm-hmm. it does look zany and wacky and um. You know, you would think I would think that the Gungeon series would be right up my alley too, but I've not played Enter the Gungeon, and I mean, I'm I'm interested in them, but again, mm-hmm. it was like one of those things like I want to be able to play um, some of the co-op options as well, and usually that's always been local only, so that's kind of mm-hmm. always been my my sticking point. I played Enter the Gungeon. I have it on Switch. Um, I enjoy the art style, and I like the gameplay a little bit. I am not a huge fan of rogue light like. Mm games that much i've tried binding of isaac and like dead cells is probably the most fun of that genre i've ever had um so exit the gungeon it looks cool and i was like all right this is an apple game coming to a nintendo store a nintendo switch now so i'm like okay this is not really that great nintendo tried to put it like oh it's one more thing and i'm like (laughs) here it comes really this is gonna be it okay I mean, it did feel a bit weak for a one more thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was really hoping for a couple more available now, you know, announcements. Yeah, you know, was that week. the only one? I think so. There was a demo as well. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Was. I um, moving out. I think has a demo, and then mm-hmm. I don't remember the how they announced it though. And I I don't know. It just, yeah, it. I hate like I hate. I don't want to feel like I'm poo pooing on it all. You know, Don't it, 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 it's not, it's not that I'm upset guys. I'm just, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> You're just emo, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to shout out actually Faria. Cause I know a lot of people are not into this genre, but Hey man, a strategy card game, crafting their decks. And like, it looks like a board game in a way as well. I'm like, okay, I'm that's catching my eye. Cause yeah. that's my, yeah. It's game. like if they took Catan and, and Hearthstone and mashed it together. Cause at first, when you first see yeah. it, you're like, this looks a lot like Hearthstone. And so I'm glad yeah, at least there's style of Hearthstone. <laughs> some stuff to like set yeah. it apart a little bit. But I mm-hmm. didn't think of that. I'm like, that could be a Garrett game. I bet. Oh, I bet it's coming later in March. So I'm like, okay, sure. It's coming out really soon. But so. here's the thing though, for these that don't have that time exclusive in your situation, are you kind of like, I could buy it on switch. Or I can probably just get it on Game Pass. Oh, that's probably true. <laughs> you know? I don't know about like these smaller indie games. It's kind of a hit or miss with Games Pass because there's so many of them. Yeah. Like I, I don't know if one's gonna stick and actually gonna catch on Games Pass. It depends on price point. It's always on price point. It, if this game is like ten dollars or something like that, I'm like, all right, I'll give yeah. it a shot. I'll look at the reviews. If it's like twenty or up, I'm like, eh, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. From the, from this uh, showcase. Yeah, I I don't know. You know, it, it is what it is, and I somehow missed also that came out this week. I I I'll be honest. I mean, I was rather disconnected with a a sick household, but there's mm-hmm. a, a demo was released for uh, Trials of Mana. So I, I, oh I, yeah, I, I, I wanna, just started that. I want to check that uh, out. Yeah. So cool. Well, I think uh, I think we've 
explore the direct as much as we want to at this point. The direct, the the Nindies direct, the Nindies direct. Oh, we can't say Nindies. We don't say Nindies anymore. That's all gone. Caro right. pointed out the logo, how the L and the D go up a little oh bit further, gosh. and I I hate her for that. <laughs> I love when the, I love when the, when they heard highly intelligent get into like these all these design and font conversations and and Discord, and I'm always just like, yeah. Is this a Nintendo Shack Discord or like <laughs> formatting art Discord? I mean, the, like, let's face the Nintendo Shack it. Discord basically just comes conversation Discord because that's where all the cool kids Definitely. hang out anyway in the Nintendo Shack. We all the cool I mean, kids. we're in the inner circle. That's right. Well, let's talk a little bit about what you've been up to. What do you, let's, let's, Rebecca, tell us yeah. about your journeys and and you've got a new Switch. I do. You've got, got Chrono Trigger. Switch. I mean, what's been going on? Well, I got the, the new Animal Crossing Switch um, on Friday. I did the whole process of transferring everything over, which was a lot easier than I thought. I was really scared to do it for some reason, but it was easy. I did it. I re-downloaded everything. I'm so glad that they put out the console a week before the game came out because that would have been a pain in the butt to do the same day that the game came yeah. out. So mm-hmm. that was pretty smart on their part. Um, so I have everything ready um, to go for tomorrow. Um, I haven't really been playing anything on the Switch itself since I did all of that um, because I have been we steep in Chrono Trigger. <laughs> I keep meaning to... to ask it, and I might have missed it early on. What what are you playing that on? Um, I am emulating it because I was hoping that maybe it would come to the Switch Online. doesn't seem like I... they are adding too many games to that. Yeah. Which is a shame. It is a shame. Well, it's funny you mentioned it because right before I saw you started to stream it, I had been talking like my friend and uh, my co-host Lucas. We've been playing through some older games and like discussing them as we go. And we said we were talking about Chrono Trigger, and I've had my eyes on it for a while. But the only way to play—I mean, I have the only way I could play it is either emulation, which I don't really want to do, or I could, mm-hmm. you know, hack the Super Nintendo Classic, which I don't really want to do either. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's super easy, Chase. No, it's super easy. But then I, I, I knew if like I'm going to play an RPG, I, ha- I need portability. Yeah. So I was I, like, yeah, okay, play. I've been eyeing it for a while. So I, I it's I think it's going to come tomorrow. I've got the DS version off mm-hmm. eBay to play because I did have that that original uh, PlayStation version that they made in that original collection that that's derived oh, wow. from. And so I'm interested to check it out. But I, so I was curious what you played on because otherwise that, that was probably my best too. I was like, well, I'll just probably emulate it. So. Mm-hmm. no i mean it's, just it's more convenient so i'm having so much fun with it and i don't like for those of you who know me i don't i'm not a big rpg person um so i wasn't really mm-hmm. sure what to expect going into it any like rpg that i've ever tried besides like pokemon and undertale and things like that besides mm-hmm. any of those um i never really stuck with it yeah uh, because i think the big thing is like whether i click with the combat system or not yeah. especially if it's like turn-based uh, but I clicked with this one, um, and I am loving the story, the characters. So much has been happening. Yeah. I was hoping that I would finish it before Animal Crossing came yeah. out. That's um, tough. It didn't happen because it's um, it, it is short as far as JRPGs go. But um, I'm slow with games. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you couldn't I, pick I a better example of the genre to you know really invest yourself into. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like, it's kind of a continuation of what I was doing last year. I was trying to hit a lot of like the old classic games that I either started and never finished or ones that like I just should have played a long time ago. Um, so I'll be finishing that hopefully pretty soon. I'm really <laughs> loving it. And then just Animal Crossing. 
And you've been streaming it. Yeah. I have been streaming and people it. have been helping you. It's been so weird because the um, bit trains and normally, everything. I mean, normally I only get a chance to like play those types of games and stream um, on weekends, but it's mm -hmm. been, it's been so different working from home because yeah. now we only have like four, like, obligated hours each day of working oh from home. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. um, so I've left That's with crazy. extra free time. Mm -hmm. So I, I've been getting the chance to play it more. Yeah, I hope nice. I hope that's me in a couple of weeks. I mean, yeah, my office is rapidly heading to that direction. Probably, you know? which it's it's a weird feeling. Like it partially, it is a good feeling, but it's it's also partially. It's like I should be working, right? <laughs> that's why I got two monitors, right? And got work on one go. screen. <laughs> or I mean, I can use two monitors and my you know my console's handheld. I mean, I got I mean, options. That's but, working. But I, I I would love to see that game come to Nintendo Switch Online. Oh my gosh! I think that would be a Perfect. It's so much better than I thought it would be. I can understand why people why it's a classic, why people love it so much. But that's what I've been doing. What about you, Garrett? Oh. Uh, so as you know, I am playing more Pokemon. I haven't played as much this past week, but I think I have solidified my party, my Pokemon party. That I will, and what I normally do with Pokemon is is very it's it's very religious. What I do is, I I choose a starter, and then like once I know the Pokemon's gonna be in my party, I'm like, you're in my party for the rest of the journey, okay? For I'm uh, you forever. It's good. Yeah, I don't change. I don't I, I don't change much at all. I, I don't like to put legendaries in my party. It's like that's like cheating, you know. Um, so yeah, uh, let let me go through. Hold on, hold on. I got my switch. No, I want to hear their party. Uh, they're not in the latest evolutions right now, and I'm sorry I, I forget the newer gen names. I just don't pay attention anymore. But I will go through them first. My starter was Sobble, so I have Inteleon right now. Wait, not uh, to interrupt you, but do you nickname them? No, I don't. I don't. I don't name Pokemon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the second Pokemon is uh, Corkle. Uh, it's a fire and rock Pokemon right now. I think he's mid tier right now, so I, I, I'm sure he's gonna be a new name later on. Uh, so I got Corkle. He's a fire lava rock guy. I got Toxtricity. He's my poison electric. The toxicity of my city. <laughs> he looks like a punk rock man. That is looks legit. He's a pretty favorite favorite for mm -hmm. most people. Uh, Orbeetle, which is psychic and bug, which is an interesting uh, two types. I don't see that much that often. Um, I have the baby version right now of this guy. He's a flying dragon called Noibat. I'm sure he's going to be a fantastic dragon flying Pokemon later on in my journey. And then I have my 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 all time favorite Sneasel, my Ice and Dark. So I got I got a good mixture of variety of Pokemon in my party right now. Um, I will I will keep them till the very end and train them and do whatever. So. I will just smile and nod like I know it. <laughs> what you're talking about mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you said that you uh you're only on the third gym badge so you still got a ways to go what happens if you see something you like better well that's too bad i'm gonna put in my freaking party he has, and he has okay. chosen i have chosen this is the way um <laughs> <laughs> that's just how i play pokemon now um so yeah i've been playing a little bit more of that i'm still trying to get into the fourth badge but it, oh, i haven't shoot. been playing i gotta charge much. my ds Oh Charge your DS, man. Um, but yeah, speaking of DS, I have been playing. I've been going back. Um, I need to go back to this game. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. 
Uh, I played a little bit more of that this past week. Uh, I beat the, it was like the third to last boss, so or kind of midway. So Clockwork Boss uh, is defeated. Uh, let me tell you, that game is hard, especially on the 3DS, because it hurts my thumb a lot. You have to move <laughs> that freaking thumbstick around. And after that boss, I had to take a break of good 15, 20 minutes before I could do anything with my left thumb. Um, but it's good. Uh, I feel like with Luigi's Mansion, I don't know. Have you guys played that game before in, on the 3DS, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon? No. Nope. I've only okay, played so, the Switch version. So I, I've played it both 3D and 2D. I only have a 2DS right now, so I can't say mm. what I know. But my impressions with the 3D, that it actually helps with the depth that you see in the screen. Because sometimes it's really hard to find depth perception in that game. Yeah. Um, on 2D, like like sprites on on a 2DS. I thought uh, that would be also true for a Link Between Worlds. Yes. Um, yeah. I normally play with a 3D off, but I actually did use it for that game. It's great in Link Between Worlds. Yeah. It's so mm-hmm. awesome in that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I went through that boss. I'm into this ice world right now, but man, my thumb really hurts after like an hour. So I don't know how much more I could play certain like hours at a time yeah. it gets stupid hard too um but i've been streaming it on twitch.tv slash plane explosion and also oh. probably streaming on twitch.tv slash psvg sometimes oh. just 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 a shameless plug right there um wait but, i didn't i didn't quite hear you what were those what were those URLs uh, again? it's a it's a, it's a twitch.tv slash plane explosion yeah just give them a follow then, guys just one yeah, follow. Give, a, give me a follow please i don't i don't bite um, I hear Forest Minish is a good, a good channel. Forest Minish is a good oh, one yeah, too. <laughs> um, so uh, after that, I've been playing uh, this actually new game that just came out, Neon City Riders. It's an indie game. I must uh, Google this. Yes, Google it. Um, <clears throat> it's coming from Mecca Studios. Uh, it's a indie studio based in Mexico. Um, and I've been following these guys for a while, actually, since 2017. Oh, I wow. actually interviewed uh, the founder when I was at We The Nerdy. I did do an interview with him. Um, but it's been a long time coming for them. Um, I'm glad they put their game out. Uh, what it is, it's a 2D, um, you know, kind of that old style, um, I don't know, like Scott Pilgrim, but like, kind of like Free World, maybe like 2D Legend of Zelda kind of aspect um, okay. in a um cyberpunk post apocalyptic world uh you're this guy named rick who wears a ski mask and has some long (laughs) veiny hair he's all grunged (laughs) and everything um but i guess your goal is to get all your skills and and beat all the gangs that is like pummeling the town so is it like a beat-em-up when you're going around it's a beat-em-up yes so you have this kind of this bat with this nail um (laughs) hanging on the side and you just um, have to dodge when you can from these these enemies, and you have to beat them up. Basically, um, they're right. enemies. I've only played like three or four hours of it, so uh, the impressions I've got so far, um, it's hard. <laughs> it's it's pretty hard, uh, pretty difficult to get through, uh, traverse through the land. You have to be very careful of dodging uh, these people because they they're these enemies are relentless. They'll they'll come after you in one single area and once they find you they and they have certain like um attacks so like there's one enemy where it's like an electronic like whip where they like whip it out and then you can see the squares of of area that's going to do damage and you have to dodge that area so you have to anticipate their moves 
as you go along. Um, and once you hit a guy or whatever, you get coins, and these coins, you buy health potions, and that's the only way to heal up. Um, there's no really leveling system, uh, no, no like skill tree or anything. It's just you're going through trying to get these four skills that they give you in the tutorial. Um, but yeah, I've been playing that. I'm on my first boss, and I still get my butt handed to. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll uh, give more impressions later on. Uh, in the next following episodes but right now that's that's what i've been playing awesome very cool i always like to hear you know new new perspectives especially on games i've I've never heard of so Mm -hmm. and i feel like you like we said you could go through the e-shop and we could probably easily Mm -hmm. deliver that to one another on a weekly basis because there's exactly way too much in there uh for myself i mean honestly i haven't I didn't think I played much, but according to that little email I got today, in the past 30 days, I've played 26 hours, which wow. which really surprises, surprises me. But that's nothing back in my my Smash heydays of the summer when it was, like, way more than I wanted to admit based on... I want to play Smash with you sometime, time. Jason. You just say the I, word. I used to be, just say I used the word. To be really good. It's, it's my gateway then, drug. Uh, yeah, I now suck at it, and I, I'm really rusty. Well, I, I don't know, Garrett, if you know it, but everyone around PSVG thinks I'm just so good at the game. Yeah, yeah. So let's go, man. Let's go to Evo. <laughs> oh, that's right. PSVG. Go to Evo. I mean, if I could, if I could commit and say I could actually come, if the house party is even going to be allowed by law, and I could say yeah, I'd come to the house party, that would be the perfect place for it. But um, exactly. I'm just playing uh, Trials of, well, not Trials, but Secret of Mana through the collection of Mana. That's all I've, that's all I've been playing. Lately, I'm I was I, much like Rebecca. I was hoping to get through my RPG before Animal Crossing, and it's not happening. I think I'm like three quarters of the way, mm-hmm. um, and I, I've never played that game until I played it for maybe a half an hour. Like my my brother had just found out. Well, he, he and his wife had just separated. My younger brother, so he was a, having a tough time. So like that week, I invited him over. And like, hey, we I've got this Super Nintendo Classic. You can come over. And we can play some old games, like the old time. It's like, oh, this game is cool. It's got co-op. I just got to get to the second character. And he's sitting there watching me play it and watching oh. me play it and watching me play. It. I was like, okay, apparently it's not happening right away. And we started. We played Donkey Kong instead. But so you're um, not playing it co-op. No, I'm just playing it uh, single player. And um, I'm really in- intrigued by what the co-op is like with that game because I feel like you know if you you've timed your attacks just right. I feel like you can really ex- exploit the knockdown mechanic and how it, your, your hits affect enemies and feel like you can just stun lock. And I I really feel like the basic enemies really aren't ever a, a challenge. Cause you just can just your party just with three, three characters. They just, mm-hmm. they're just fodder, but the bosses have all been fun. Magic seems really OP. I, I still don't like how, when you level up, it, and I know it seems like it's kind of hit and miss in RPGs, but when you level up, your your magic doesn't replenish. And I always kind of forget that. Oh, and yeah, yeah, so you always the only way you can replenish your, your mana is to actually either rest at an inn or use an item. And when you only can carry four of each item, that that really limits your mm-hmm. your options. But kind of makes you have to be more strategic about it as well. But, mm-hmm. you know, people, I, I feel like that game has always been held on such high esteem by people. And by playing that, though, yeah. I'm like... I just want to play Chrono Trigger at that time. But, <laughs> That's but, one that I, I think I might check out after Chrono Trigger. It's it's really cool. I mean, it's it's different, you know, because it, it, it's an an early example of an you know of an action RPG, and with that game specifically, you know, it's, there's no time combat. You have free motion, and you can just mm-hmm. you know have a, you have a meter, and if you wait until that meter's full and do an attack, your physical attack will be at its strongest. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you can hack at any time; it'll just be weaker. So there's still you know. Um, that's whole side of things is still at play, 
But the story, I'm kind of disappointed that like the localization kind of really kind of gimped the the dialogue and the story from the original version of the game. So like you can say the North American version is a little inferior to the, the original Japanese release, but I still like am excited to play through it and, and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when I'm going to fit it in, but I really want to play the third game, Trials of Mana, which never was localized until this mm-hmm. collection. But at the same time, it's like, do I play that? I mean, I, I guess I can because I got the game, but I'm really, I want to check out this demo that just came out because I'm really yeah. interested in that. That I mean, did we say remake, remaster? I don't know what the correct terminology is anymore for any of these things. I mean, yeah, uh, it. I played a little bit of the demo. Um, it seems very different than. I mean, you know, uh, it seems like it's going right in that the same uh, vein of Fire Emblem, and it's like waifu simulator yeah. a little bit here with a little bit, but <laughs> I, it looks cool. I mean, it looks fun, and that's mm-hmm. that's all that matters really. So. Mm-hmm. And, you know, much like I, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, I'm not going to be up till midnight. I have to get up. Garrett, we've talked about this. We have to get up way too early. But sometimes we still hang out with Sean way too late into the evenings on yeah. streams. So. And then we don't get enough sleep. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't really think I'm going to. I'm just probably going to stay away from the islands tonight, if you know what I mean. I think yeah. I think that's the only the proper decision I can make. Oh, stay up. <laughs> don't. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't even. How long are you going to stay up, uh, Rebecca? <sighs> I, uh, I don't know. I, I fall asleep pretty early. Okay. Um, I, I mean, not really, but. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, tonight, I don't need tonight any I sleep. Tonight. I don't need sleep. I don't know. I, I heard that the, um like, the tutorial part is only about, like, 30 minutes long. So I want to at least Maybe get through that. Okay. And yeah. then she kind of get my bearings and then start kind of, like, fresh day tomorrow. Did I know you... your Animal Crossing neighbors, okay? They're going to fall asleep at 2 in the morning. In Animal Crossing, I want you to knock on their house. <laughs> on their door. Yeah. Are you Rebecca? Are you one of those uh, those players that has to get a specific like fruit for your your town, or do you, do you all not fruits care? Are created equally. <laughs> I like all. This fruits. is true. I've always I always interested when people are like, oh, I have to restart. I got. I know this, some or... people who are planning on reset, not just for uh, native fruit, but also for airport color. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm, you get what you get in your house. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. RNG, give it to me. Well, <laughs> I'm sure we could talk about Animal Crossing all night, but we do have some directions, directions, some questions direct from you that we have to address. And I, man, they just kept coming. I don't know if we're going to get through yeah, all that. We might have to shelve some of these until next week because we have some good yeah. ones here. Uh, we're at yeah, we're about 50 minutes ish, so we'll see how it wow, goes. Time flies. I mean, we have to start with this first one because it is it it. I mean, it is from Sean. So I'll give it a pass, but it is topical. Sean Capri asks, how can a Nintendo fan survive the Nintendo landscape if said Nintendo fan isn't a stan for Animal Crossing? So Sean, Rifle of Zoe has had some divisive opinions on Animal Crossing mm-hmm. and what Nintendo has done and, and how it's it's limited his possible enjoyment and excitement for the game. So in short, if you're a Nintendo fan and you're not super hyped about Animal Crossing... What do you do right now? Because what else is Nintendo giving you right now? How do you is, is this a drought of games? How do you survive? What do you guys do? Uh, so, Sean, I'm going to give you a little bit of burn. And I'm like, I know you have a backlog in your Nintendo catalog right now. You got to finish Fire Emblem. You got to finish Xenoblade hey, whoa, whoa. Chronicles. How about, how about he finishes Breath of the Wild? He finishes Breath of the Wild. What? Yeah, his Mario Odyssey. I don't know. I don't know. What else? Um, Lincoln is going to finish Mario Odyssey before <laughs> Sean. 
if Sean Pretty hasn't much. finished. I don't know if Sean has finished it or not, but there's actually a lot of Nintendo games I have not finished. I've I've put a yeah. good amount of time in and I have not finished. So I think I mean, maybe it really is a good time to just try to go back to them and see if you can get into the groove. I know he was playing Astral Chain as well. I need to finish that. Um, I need to finish that too. Exactly. Like, there's a ton of Nintendo games that I still need to go to. Some JRPGs that I would love to play. Like, Dragon Quest Eleven is just a beast of itself, man. Like, you know, you, you play like 80 or 90 hours and you're kind of almost done sure. with the, that game. So. I would say try to look at your backlog, man. I, I try, would say try to see. We can we can pretend that we're playing StarCraft on the N sixty four, and he can just play StarCraft with us again. Yeah, that, that'll be fine. Um, on on the wait, there was a StarCraft on Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. Oh my Starcraft, god! How was StarCraft sixty four was a thing? <laughs> How was the controls on that? Probably piece? dog poop. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I remember playing Command and Conquer on Xbox three sixty. I'm like, this is garbage. Like, you do not play real time strategy on a on a Xbox or, yeah. or a console. But anyways, Rebecca, help him see the light. I'm sure anyone can turn anyone's opinion on animal crossing. You I have mean, the knowledge to do it. I, I, I understand that it's not for everybody. I, the thing is, I think a lot of people are going to be getting animal crossing because it's not like, it's the only thing that's coming out right now, yep. but it's not for everybody. No. And I think there will be a lot of people who are disappointed. Like, what am I supposed to do? There's nothing for yeah. me to do because they don't know that you're supposed to, kind of make your own objective do your own thing it's more relaxed you don't play for you know huge long spans at a time um so if you already know that you don't like that kind of game don't get it um mm-hmm. but i don't know i think a lot of people might end up finding that they that they like something that they didn't know was out there um so i don't know if he if he knows that he doesn't like that kind of game that's fair yeah it, it... It's tough because if you're looking right at the Nintendo landscape, we don't have a lot right now. I mean, but mm-hmm. I, there's been so much. Like, I mean, like personally, what was the last? Uh, you know, Astral Chain. Yeah, I had, and then I I have Luigi's Mansion Three. How about that? Yeah, Luigi's Mansion, and then I have. Um, I never. I have, I have uh, Zelda, but mm-hmm. I mean, I you know I plowed right through um, Link's Awakening as I knew I would, and it was, mm-hmm. so Astral Chain I have to go back to. But I mean. I mean, I, I could just play Smash for forever. That's, that's, that, I mean, that's all Smash I need. Forever. But unfortunately, I'm, I'm you know my my dock setup is going to be in question after I move, so that that mm-hmm. throws that game out of the question. So it, it is difficult if you don't you know if you, if you're looking for a a more of a pillar type game. But I, I think unfortunately, not everyone's going to want to go to their backlog. But I think that's that's a good answer is a you know a backlog. Yeah. But knowing Sean, he also has all these other options available to him. And so it's going to be very easy to get distracted with mm-hmm. whatever's coming on, you know, Xbox or PlayStation. And um, I don't know, Sean. PC. I trust you. <laughs> He's got Games Pass. He'll be fine. Yeah. You'll make it work, Sean. You'll make it. Just don't, don't, you and Bobby, just don't fight. Or if you do, make it entertaining for us. And, exactly. I mean, I, I Bobby was streaming Animal Crossing today. He got the you know the Australian eShop version, so he was playing that today, and he had put like five Good hours Lord. into it already. And he was just the things that man was doing on stream. He it was it was it was too graphic for for Nintendo Shack listeners. I can't even won't even go. Can't even describe it. Can't describe it. He was just enjoying the paper game. towels everywhere. He was enjoying the game that much. <laughs> um, John Z asks, which perfect fruit is your favorite? Straight from Animal Crossing. I've never actually gotten a perfect fruit. I haven't. I, I've gotten perfect fruit in Pocket Camp. Um, spoiler alert. What's what a perfect I, fruit? 
so it, there's a rare chance that your tree can spawn a, a what's called a perfect fruit it means it looks a little bit different like it's colored a little bit differently or it has like a slightly different appearance so shiny uh, it just a shiny yeah, it, it sells for a lot more not a lot more but it sells for a little bit more you can plant it grow a perfect tree hmm. um but spoiler alert from what i've been hearing i don't think there are perfect fruit in the new Ooh. game which is a little bit hmm. weird um i mean it's not like hmm. a deal breaker um i don't know if i have a favorite perfect fruit um i forget what they all look like yeah i, I thought that was just fruit i'm like i i like oranges so <laughs> i think i, I like... think actually i think the orange has like it's like a double orange like it has like a oh little yeah on oh you know what? maybe i did have i think i had did i have apples i think so new leaf was apples. the only was my first animal crossing i'm pretty sure mm -hmm. i had i think i had apples were my i can't remember but if yeah. you're looking forward to perfect root john i i don't I think uh, I think it's bad news for you. <laughs> oh no! But we'll see. They didn't have pineapples, right? They had like what was it durians? Was Is that how you know? So many fruit. Hmm. So little hungry. time. So little time. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what else do we have. That's another Animal Crossing. Let's go with Delvins. With everyone talking mm -hmm. about next gen consoles possibly being delayed because of the virus, is it likely that we see game delays as well because the people who work in these studios can't go to work? Absolutely, I mean we've already we've yeah. already seen that with the what the switch port of uh, what's that space Half Life game, not Half Life, um, <laughs> God, the oh Fallout Sonic, the space the space Fallout what is that uh, Outer Worlds oh. like oh, that oh really yeah I didn't know that. that got delayed because of the coronavirus yeah. because the de they couldn't because originally remember there was all that controversy because it was just going to be a digital. Mm -hmm. You know, the where are they based in? They're in Thailand or something? Yeah, I, I think I think they're in East Asian countries. Yeah, so that East makes Asia. perfect sense. So originally there yeah. was all that there was all that fallout because the physical version oh. of, of the game was just going to be a digital download, and then they mm -hmm. I think they were going to switch it to actually to be on a cart, and then yeah, because they can't get into their actual studio to work on the port, it got it mm -hmm. got delayed because of that. So I think we're going to start hearing a lot more of that too. Um, and I think I said mm -hmm. that as well. I'm also wondering if maybe the reason why we haven't had a direct yet, maybe they were planning on having one is because they can't be confident with what's coming out this year. Yeah. Yep. I mean, even uh, Sakurai has delayed his next uh, fighter DLC announcement because of the virus and that's limiting everything. Um, Final Fantasy VII remake, physical copies of that are going to be limited because of just production. Yeah, I think the physical copies of these games is going to be a much harder time. I think developing these games, they can still work from home. I know it's not going to be as fast and it's not going to be yeah. as efficient, but the physical games that, you know, when you want to manufacture these things, it's like, no, these people are still at home. They're not yeah. making these as fast as yeah. that, you know, demands wanting it to. Right. So, yeah, of course. Development's Naturally. one thing, and then production, that whole other side of things, too. It's all just trickled exactly. down. Yeah, yeah. I think we have to. So, uh, so there's your answer, Delvin. It's grim. It's, it's grim. <laughs> <laughs> um, trash turkey. Obviously, as a turkey, I'm excited for the Thanksgiving update. Reference to Animal Crossing. What mm -hmm. other holidays would you like to see as updates, and what would they add to the gameplay? Take your kid to work day. A mini version of your character follows you around and picks up the items that drop. That's adorable. Man, yeah, I so wish adorable. I thought about this question a little bit harder mm -hmm. before the podcast. That's an interesting <laughs> question. Mm -hmm. Like, I, does that mean holidays that aren't already in the game? 
just any holiday you could think of. Yeah, because you could take you could take what holiday maybe it is already in the game, but what kind of spin would you like to see in the oh. gameplay for that holiday? I mean, I have to think about that, but it's something that I did really want was um, in previous Animal Crossing games, they had region exclusive holidays. So like um, mm-hmm. holidays that are normally celebrated only in Japan, you couldn't celebrate in your like North American version of the game. I would like to see regional holidays be able to be celebrated everywhere so that I can maybe learn a little bit more about other cultures and, and the Ooh, holidays I that like they that. celebrate. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want uh, cool. I want Life Day from Star Wars, and you get a Chewbacca mask. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> I don't know if Star Wars would let you do that. I wonder how this Nintendo Star Wars collaboration would be like. Hmm. That that would that they'd would they bring back they bring it. back uh, Skylanders so they can sell more Amiibo. We'd have Star <laughs> Wars Star Wars Amiibo. <laughs> yeah, that's my answer. Uh, Life Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me. Uh, how about some April Fools? Ooh, is is there an April Fools' Day in Animal Crossing? There is a character in some of the games that comes and like you can draw on her mm. face and like try to prank people and like make them think that she's someone else. But I don't. Um, I think they could do a lot more with April. They could Fools do a Day. lot more That's with that. I I want those neighbors to prank. That, that I think that, that would be a good one. Yes, and I want I want to see pitfall seeds everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> whoopee cushions i want them shockers <laughs> on them hands i want them to shock me every time i don't know i i feel like april flows would probably be the funniest one out funny. of the bunch <laughs> exclusive like decorations I run with those ideas i like that mm-hmm. nintendo take them <laughs> These are, they're, they're free right they're free okay, just give it out perfect all right you know what i, I said we're gonna curate we're gonna get through all these tonight we're doing it. Oh, dang. We're strapping in. Let's go. Matt Knight, which finalist do you think is the most deserving to get into the Video Game Hall of Fame? So this, uh, I liked that question. I didn't know about this before he submitted that yeah, question. Yeah, so local, he lives right there in Rochester, which is where the Strong Museum, National Museum of Play is. He makes a lot of visits there. So they have this – each year they have these induction – they have a big – they stream it. They have the big ceremony, and they induct these games into the uh, Hall of Fame. Oh, and nice. so we have 12 games are the finalists this year. So I'll just run through them real quick. Bejeweled, Centipede, Frogger, GoldenEye 007, Guitar Hero, King's Quest, Minecraft, NBA Jam, Nokia Snake, mm-hmm. Super Smash Bros. Melee, Uncharted 2, and Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. So which is the most deserving from that list? I know. Is, is only one gonna get inducted? They, yes. Right. Um. They have. They have the inductees will be announced. So I think there. I can't remember how many actually get in. There is more than one. I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember the exact number. But we have to. We're picking one singular each. So you have to pick. You have to pick which is the most deserved. One, because I was. I was gonna narrow it down to three, but I. I can. You gotta go. You gotta go one. Because go for me, on. I think it's it's not just like which is the best game of these. I think that it's something that has to be iconic enough that it's recognizable to everybody. It has to be um, like the longevity of it, that it's yes. stood the test of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that it's influential, mm-hmm. um, something that maybe paved the way for its genre. And there's a lot of them on there that do yeah. all three of those, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, do you want to say your one that you think? Uh, yeah. So I, I think I'll I'll I say the one. one I'll say the one that I think deserves and one that I really really want. So okay. the one, Ooh, the, okay. one 
the one I think deserves, I think it's gotta be, it's either Frogger or Centipede, and I'll go to random guess is Frogger because these are like games that kind of started these mechanics up, right? Like these are. I mean, these, Just, yeah, these... I mean, they're both in what 1981. It looks like right in the early 80s when they released. So, yeah, and they're. I mean, of course, that influenced many, many games going forward. And I feel like those. I mean, I'll go with Frogger because I'm more familiar with it. But yeah, I think Frogger. Let's just Ooh, I'll go Frogger. And then really, uh, what I really want is Super Smash Bros. Melee. Yes, um, that's one that I that love. That was influential. Yeah. Yes, for for the fighting genre, and I think for, especially for the franchise, uh, still has a tight knit community. Mm-hmm. Uh, still going. I mean, I, I what twenty still twenty years over twenty years now, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So. Uh, those are the two that that would pick. I mean, I I could go through this list and you can make an argument for I think what reason and why any of these games are. But if I want like if I put pick like cultural impact and like just what it's done and regardless that people like talk about it and it mentions here phenomenon, it's Minecraft. That's what that was. Yeah. I mean, just because what it it's done and how many people in kids and families and just mm-hmm. i mean it's on every device it's possible device. but i mean who would have thought the simple voxel building game would mm-hmm. you know show up and just just become over. become the monster that it is like what people you know the fact that it how it's been used you know schools are using it now to help kids create and think creatively and that whole like kids go in there and just build and design but then what people do inside of that game and build like these giant clocks and yes clocks and calculators and so many abstract and thought-provoking creations but then just people that like you know i'm gonna make the sistine chapel inside minecraft people do that too and it's like i i think i never played mine i own it on pc and i honestly think i never played minecraft because i can never like what am i going to build like part of me, I like I always wanted to somehow recreate the minecart scene from Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. the Temple of Doom. That was like my dream to do in Minecraft. I'm like, I'm never gonna do that. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like a cool idea. Or maybe build the Millennium Falcon, but beyond that. But it's just yeah, like I'm... it's just it's this phenomenon. I mean that's it's that so good. It's so deep. I think it does hit all three of those points. It's recognizable. I think no matter who you ask, whether it's a kid, an adult, whoever, they probably know that it's Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Uh it did influence the genre. Um, I think that we mention a lot of games that take mechanics from it. When we were talking about um, on the podcast, the terraforming with uh, Animal mm, Crossing, yeah, yeah. brought up it's just like Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, the crafting aspect as well. I know other games did do crafting, but I think that that game really yeah. took it really far, like you said. Yeah. Um, and then also, it stood the test of time. Like, sure, it is recent compared to a lot of the ones on this list. It, it's only about ten years old, but I kids still play it. People yeah. still play it yeah. just as much as they yeah. did. And there's a lot of depth and yeah. layers there too, not just in the the the, the map there's itself, so but just in, yeah, just in the there's crafting, the, there's mods, there's now there's a lot of monsters. World. It has a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It has something for everybody. And there's been yeah. there's been imitators, but nothing has come close to matching the success and the the pull that Minecraft mm-hmm. has attained. Yeah, I remember playing that alpha. I remember that like we uh, in high school is just like we kind of ripped it out. I was like, all right, we're, we're getting this free copy and we're playing during <laughs> engineering class. And so when we were done with our assignments, the last like 30 minutes of class, we would just play this game. Like, 
I and I haven't heard of it before. I'm like, whoa, what is this game? Let's. So I grab it on USB drive and I played it ever since. And I bought like ever since I bought copies of this game. Um, I love the survival aspect. Love this. Oh, so you know the Redstone? It's like circuits. Yes. Yeah. That's circuits class right there. Um, so yeah, I, Minecraft is definitely a good pick. I think there's a lot of really good ones on that list. I'll be interested to see um, what does end up yeah. getting like, like Yeah, like some of the lists. Some of their lists, I've kind of, I could go back and forth, and I kind of question some, but on on this one, man, like, it's, it's good. Like the whole list is just, it's good. Shout like, out to Nokia Snake. Yeah, yeah you know, I that. question him on that though because like Snake was a thing before. before so yeah. I mean, I guess if they wanted to, you know, specifically reference Nokia's version of it, but famous one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's the one that's pre-installed in a yeah. lot of phones. Everyone who had their Motorola had their was no Nokia. I was thinking Motorola, but yeah, I don't remember what. Yeah. I had a Nokia. I had like the weird little brick one that was like indestructible. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. Then it got the, the Motorola released the Razor, and nothing mattered after that point. Oh my gosh, I remember that. Shout out to Guitar Hero. I put so many hours into yes. Guitar Hero. Yes. Came out. Good stuff. Good stuff. Thank you for the question, Matt. Ryan Craig, how has self-isolating changed your gaming streaming habits, if at all? Uh, for me, it hasn't because I just don't have any time to play games. I second that. I haven't had much time to play games either. Even though I'm working from home, well, sometimes I go up <laughs> to the lab. Um, yeah, I it hasn't changed much at all right now, but it could happen very, very soon. Could happen. Yeah, yeah I, I did touch on that. It did change a lot for me since I'm working from home now and word on the street might be might be working from home for the rest of the school year. I don't know yeah. if they're um, even is, if they even give you a school year. I don't know. So, so, so I get more time to play games. <laughs> <laughs> That's one good thing coming out. Exactly. Of it. Grouchy Surge, thank you for bringing happiness to all uh, before playing. Oh, I, I lost my. Yeah. Before playing, do you think there is a game this year that can take game of the year? away from Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah. Yes. We all know what that is, right? Last of Us? The Last of Us. I would boom. I think what about <laughs> right do you there. think do you think Doom has a shot? Do you think Doom could be game of the I year? I think Doom's cool. I don't know enough about how well that is reviewing. The gameplay is pristine. The style is there. Um but I still need to play the Doom 2016. <laughs> oh, oh I it's so good. I played it on Switch even, and it was so good. So. <laughs> to be honest, as much as I love Animal Crossing and I know I'm going to love this game, I'm not even sure if it'll get a nomination for Game of the Year. It's yeah. not, a, not a... It doesn't yeah. like cast a wide range of players, I don't yeah. think. And that's mm-hmm. not that's not um attractive for game yeah. of the year i think you guys mm-hmm. nailed it though with the the proper selection if any game is not already a front runner for that i mean it's got to be yeah it's probably going to be deserving too i mean i almost want it for the developers at this point too because you know i you you see we've seen these reports even come up and it's always you know jason schreier's always done all this great journalism on it and the crunch and mm-hmm. the culture of naughty dog and then you always get the people that are always like well i'm not going to reward them for doing that i'm not buying the game but then you're just hurting those people that are suffered to make the game because they get incentivized and usually comped for how well the game scores how well the game sells so if you're not you're going to vote with your money and not buy the game then it's just hurting those people that put all that intensive labor to give you that game it's such a 
Game development, man, it's such a. I'm so glad I changed. I that's at one point in my life that's what I wanted to do, and I'm so glad. Oh I, really? Yeah, I went. I did game design for two years, and I was like, nope. He was like, nope, nope, done with it. This is when they're like, you should be spending like three to four hours on this night in addition to your homework and stuff. I'm like, okay, but I need to work to live. And then you want me, nope, not happening. Yeah. Comes a little bit more yeah. than anything artistic like that. You know, if you don't have the burning passion for it, you're just not going to be, true. you're not going to be successful. So that's true. So competitive. Yeah. Uh, last question. What from, uh, comes from Drew Agnew. Thank you, Drew. What is your favorite shiny Pokemon? Uh, I just had to look mine up real quick. I just wanted to make sure. But I got yes. to find one. Yeah, so he- here you go. Look up Shiny Gardevoir. G-A-R-D-E-V-E-O-I-R. It is. And it has a black dress, too. It is pumping. It is so cool to see the difference between that, the regular, and the Shiny Gardevoir right there. She just looks so rad before and after with it's like that transformation or whatever um but yeah i'll go with gardevoir that's a good one uh, i like shiny whooper and shiny quagsire oh um, really let me so check from blue to pink and i already love whooper because he's a little a little yeah. salamander with no arms <laughs> and he's already kind of derpy and cute and then he turns pink so oh my gosh he is so big like barney oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> That's literally Barney than Quagsire. Shiny <laughs> Quagsire. I love Shiny Whooper because it's a softer pink. Oh, okay. And a shout out to Shiny Ho-Oh, which is like more of a gold color. Mm-hmm. I always tried to get one. I tried to software set for one and it, it took forever and I could never get it. So mm-hmm. maybe someday. I always liked, what is it? Uh, I always like Caesar anyway. So I'm oh, going to go, go Shiny Caesar. Is that... What color is that when it's shiny? Uh, it looks like kind of like a peaish green. If this is what I'm looking at, he just gets like some weird yeah. like points on his head, and then like it's literally a scyther color. Yeah, uh, and he gets oh, more yeah. like crabby claws and stuff. Yeah, Mega Caesar is legit. Yeah, I had an answer. Hooray! Hooray for me! Hooray. I did it. <laughs> I haven't played a Pokemon game in oh gosh, it's been a long time. Been a long mm-hmm. time. This could be your first. No, it won't. It won't be. Not gonna be. <laughs> I had, I had, uh, I had. Let's go from the mm-hmm. library. I got the notification. I got the notification. Like, hey, your hold's in. I'm like, okay, great. Day went by. Another day went by. I was like, I'm never gonna pick this up. Cancel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's never gonna happen. Um. Gosh, I think we did it. We got, I think we, it. we got through all the questions. We did, we did it. it. We survived an episode. You guys made it two episodes without Donnie. You've been the star. Right. You've been able to step out yeah. from his massive shadow, be the true oh stars of the Nintendo Shack. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, hope you're well. I'm sure you know Kevin might have made slight, which Kevin has every right to do. But we, uh, Donnie, <laughs> and I know, I know you're feeling. I'm going to speak to you personally, not Donnie. I know you're feeling overwhelmed, exhausted. Get you're getting all your FOMO because all this game news is dropping, and you're you're working like a madman but you're doing incredibly important work and mm-hmm. you know the game's just still going to be there fomo you you always battle with the fomo donnie but you can get past this and the games the games will be there and i know you want to mm-hmm. be part of that conversation but it's worth it man you're doing yeah. awesome things and i you should be proud of the systems that you've built mm-hmm. and the technology pieces you've put in place that are helping emergency management 
do a job in a time of crises and uncertainty. So Absolutely. hats mm-hmm. off to you, Respect. my friend. Respect. Thank you very much, Donnie. Now uh, stop complaining. And uh, <laughs> no, no, I'll say this. So we, we, all, we appreciate everything you do in PSVG and beyond. Thank you, Mr. Reese. That is, I think that's going to do it, guys. You mm-hmm. survived a shack with me. I haven't hosted, yeah. I haven't hoped to host an episode in probably a year. It feels wow. weird. Feels really weird, but it's always great to be on. Uh, I wish mm-hmm. I could. I would love to commit to more often, but the show is in excellent hands with the two of you joining Mr. Reese. So, hey, at least Thank now you. there's enough of us. So, if someone wants to take some time off, we have actually can have a rotation. It's an amazing wow. thing. So, I don't want to take any more time. You got like a couple hours to prep, get ready to go on your island adventure. Oh so, with that, yeah, we cool. are going to say good night, <laughs> goodbye, have a great week, and please always. Come back for more Nintendo Shack. In Dottie's absence, I must say, good night, Koopalinks. Bye-bye.